I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 49. Man, that intro song is like a warm blanket. It just feels so good hearing that every week. Uh, my name is Stevie Kicks, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, when has he ever followed orders? It's Joe Lara. How are you, man? Dude, tomato soup and grilled cheese. That's my comfort food. That song is my comfort song. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. up, man? How was your, uh, how was your weekend? What, we, won't, we won't talk about, you know what? Let me, before, before I actually have you get into it, I do want to address uh, uh, some, the, you know, the elephant or the tauntaun or no. Bantha. 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 The Bantha, the Bantha in the room. Because uh, if you're listening to us right now in your ear holes, you're probably wondering, why am I listening to episode 49 right now? And that's because we don't have episode 48, our <laughs> our season finale from last week. Well, we, we, we have it, but it just sounds like a bunch of Sarlacc screeches and whatever. It's Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to. Right now, we're just going to consider that one of the lost episodes, but we're we've got we've got the uh, the slicers working on it uh, to see if they can rescue that audio. Uh, but in the meantime, we didn't want to leave the listeners hanging. We didn't want to leave you guys hanging uh, and not have a season finale. That being said, we are going to talk about last week. We are going to talk about Tonga Hut. We are probably going to cover a lot of the stuff that we covered last week. Um, but for those of you who did attend our live season finale show at the Tonga hut in Hollywood, congratulations because it was ex- exclusive, yep. exclusive. Dude. Thank you for every, for everybody that came out. That was fun. Are we going to talk about it now? Cause well, here let's, let's do this intros from last week where Joe, when he's yet, when has he ever followed orders? The commanding officer of the 501st Legion's Southern California Garrison, Ramey Shanaday. The best poppy in the Outer Rim, John Rodriguez. And uh, Brian Cook, who's unable to be with us tonight, but he's here in spirit, or spirits, depending on what he's consuming this evening. Guys, <laughs> yeah. How'd you guys like that show? I mean, that was... I I dug it. It was good. It was I, fun. Yeah. It was, it was fun to, to go to the venue and kind of scope it out and say, oh, this is very outdoors. This is picnic tables. This is 
but then you then you started getting in the Tonga vibe, like the 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 tiki vibe. So it was I don't know the the people as they started pouring in is what made it really fun. Yeah, it gave me uh like London vibes, you know, like just kind of like having people in the room and be able to comment and and say what they worked on. I I love that. It it brought me back to London, like the same fun feeling that that you know that environment. It was cool. I was I was really taken aback because as soon as I was about to start our intro for the show, a, a listener came up and handed us these Grogu custom tiki mugs. This is from Tiki Tony, the Tiki Land Trading Company. And it's like, I mean, it's so bespoke it's so like i if it wasn't if it wasn't ceramic i would say this is like handcrafted right it's like very artist oh yeah. yeah very handmade yeah i mean the, i think i mean are they not handmade they've got a like uh, yeah no they, they have to be yeah because even yours looks a little different than mine really or maybe they're like i don't know they're yeah. i mean obviously they're hand sculpted right that's how this stuff I don't know how does how does pottery work. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's like a multi. Yeah, it's, if there is, guys, that's that's a that's a, a skill that none of us have unlocked yet. Ceramics. Oh gosh. Well, no, it's awesome. So David and Laurel, Laurel's the one that kind of took them out of her bag and and surprised us. I I never ha- I don't have a mug. That was like my first tiki mug ever. So thank you. And um, John poured his drink right into it. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I washed it. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Super sweet. And then and we got to see, um, got to see some uh, some some familiar faces and then new faces. I think that's what the connection with London, right? Is is you you have a long distance relationship with these people, <laughs> and, and then you find out, oh, you actually exist. That that uh, mm-hmm. that's really cool. We still had we even this even some of the folks that came to this were longer distance. I know at least one couple got like a hotel room, like because they had come far enough that that they were making a whole night out of it. Nice. Oh, wow. Well, we hope you enjoyed L.A. I hope you didn't just only see us and then go back home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, it was nice to see a, a lot of new faces. We had people coming out in costume. We had people show up in costume. We had people show up in non-Star Wars costumes, which was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. We had a Daft, one Daft that Punk cool. costume, which was cool. That was pretty rad, dude. That was, that, good, that was a good job. Yeah. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Chrome. I, I got chrome. I got the intel on the uh, the cost of the paint job on that, and it was not a cheap date, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whenever is it, though? Whenever you see a costume that makes you say, whoa, from across the room... Yeah. It's, it's money yeah. or time that's involved, right? Yeah. Or both, yeah. One of those two. Yeah. Like lots of it. Because, yeah. I mean, you said, whoa, like that was the prom date from high school or something. You were like, that that Daft Punk walked in, Rain Man. You were like, well, cause, whoa, look at, cause, look at that chrome. Because John and I are working on it. And, and the, we, we kind of hit a barrier because we're, we're trying to find a good paint application that gets that chrome effect. Because chrome is expensive. That's the problem. You you can't paint it the way. So that's like electroplating or like um, like what Gordon does with like the chemical chroming. 
Like that stuff's expensive, and the kit is expensive to do that. To set it up is super expensive. Yep. So we're just painting metallic paint on our helmets, and it's not quite, you know, reflective chrome. Yeah. So that's where all of a sudden the chrome guy walks in, and you're like, "Dang! Like mine does not look like that anymore." You know. <laughs> and uh, it's tough. I use spastics. So we're trying no, to. There's, there's some more stuff that I'll talk to you guys <laughs> about. Spastics is great. Uh, chroming on the workbench uh, when we get to so you that. guys were like you guys were impressed but I looked over I'm like wow wow, wow. do we had a full blown Ahsoka that was like chef's kiss yep. right I mean the Montrals on that that Ahsoka were just like they were they were pretty good yeah it was a the story alone was yeah really it was good. a perfect perfect match for the aesthetic on the show too they matched great and then we had we had a bunch of Mandos that showed up. In their full Mando gear, had some Nar- Narkina, had some Narkina Five prisoners running around. At least three with pool floaties. With pool floaties. Yep. Dude, Catalina uh, and her sister Isabella and her father came out, which was kind of cool. Like I, you know, that was Catalina. Catalina. That was pretty rad to, to actually meet them. Yeah, that was awesome. Shout out to friends of the pod, uh, Juan and Emily, the parents of Indy Speeder. They were there and. That's right. Had a they had a good out. time. They hung out. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to see if I can get my tickets to Juan and I have two tickets to Mosh Isley, so I might try to get those tickets to them because they were saying they they can get um, a sitter for for Indy and pull Juan and Emily out and, oh, and do some adulting. That'd be really cool if we can get them to go. So I'm gonna try to work that. I'm gonna try to work. Make that. it happen. I know Juan. They're good people. Amazing people. Uh, and thank you to the. Uh proprietors over at tonga hut for treating us very well dude those drinks i would say most of them were good the 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 wookie the dirty wookie mm, mm. it's like a coffee drink right that's not the first thing i think about when i think tiki drinks it, it was coffee with citrus there was citrus peel in it and so it's kind of like if you really got chewbacca and you you squeezed and wring his <laughs> his fur and the juice poured out into a cup like and drink it. That's that's, that's, that's the spotchka. Spotchka was strong, but that was good. I think my favorite out of the night was the spotchka. It was the least abrasive, for sure. <laughs> Dude, and Dom was there. He hooked me that's up the with a with a navy grog. Holy cow! That one, that one did me well. Thank you, Tonga Hut. Uh, and then I think the the coolest one of the coolest photo ops was, of the night was. Uh, impromptu hel- uh, stacking of our helmets on the fountain yep. that they had there. That was that was pretty cool, dude. A highlight was, sort of was like a Brian. A highlight was Brian making making drinks on that screen. Like Ramy Ramy brought out this. He brought out all the technology to basically include him. And at one point, somebody grabbed a shot where where Brian's looking over towards the table just by happens circumstance, and Ramy's looking right back, and it's like. It it looked pretty cool, and so and and then Brian was worried because he was so disconnected from us. But dude, it came out so good on the other end. Yeah. What we need to do next time is instead of a TV, we need to get it like on an iPad that has wheels. Like you know when we go to like sushi and we have the robot waiter, <laughs> we need one of those with Brian's face on it. it has little music. Bum, bum, oh, and then we can bum, like bum, duct tape bum. the uh, uh, the microphone to it, and then he can be the one to go interview the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, he just goes up. Yeah, perfect. 
Um, well, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, uh, sticker packs and shirts are available at thedadbash.com. And before I continue, guys, we have about one, two, three, four, five, five of the sticker packs left that did not get picked Ooh. up at the event. Uh, so these are available. Those are super cool. These are available. Uh, if you are interested in a sticker pack with our uh, holographic uh, tiki uh, buckets helmet, our exclusive artwork. Yeah, this was only available at the uh, at the Tonga Hut show. Lovely dragon whisperer. Uh, if you're interested in a sticker pack of those, email us at dadbatchpod at gmail.com or you could message uh, any one of us uh, on Instagram. Yeah, shoot us a DM. Slide right in. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? Um, I finished up that helmet, the Buckeye, the Buckeye helmet. I think if you're watching, you, you might see it over my shoulder. It here. looks so good. Um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. Thank you. I'm gonna be taking that to San Diego Comic Con so Daniel Romero can sign it. Who is the stunt actor who wore the the actual costume? Um. And then eventually when I see Judah, I'm going to have him sign it too, just because it's like they are the ones that brought it to us uh, in a way. Um, and also, uh, I just, I'm like excited about this. I, I got one of those, um, I got a spray gun in Iowata LPH50, I think it's called, or LHP. I think it's LHP or LPH. I'm not sure. HVLP. hate me for saying it wrong. No, no, no. HVLP is... Yeah, yeah, that's not. I'm talking about the model. It's like an oh. LHP fifty. Oh, got yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's either an LHP or an. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm mixing one of the letters up, but the gun. Oh my god, now, I get it now. Like I used it, and I, and at first I was just like, not 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 painting the item, but I was kind of just blowing the the paint in the air, and I'm like, oh my god, like, oh my god, it's incredible. It, like I get it now. Like I get it. I get it. It's totally worth it. Um, I already want to get another one for uh, clear coat. Quest- question. Um, super cool. How, do you have yes. a gauge yet on how much extra material you went through? Like how much extra paint did you um, burn through doing it that way compared to if you had done it with an airbrush? Because we know what the airbrush produces, so, but this is, there's yes. got to be a lot of overspray, right? So there, there was a bit of over. So I, I still don't have the control and finesse one would have um when doing that so i'm so i probably wasted more than the, a professional would but um uh, you get better definitely mm. you do waste yeah yeah eventually i'll, I'll be able to because it because there is like a double action mechanism on these things where if you just pull it a little bit it's air and if then you pull it more it's air and paint and and there's this in between where you can do more air and and just let a little bit of paint out it, it's all so it's, on the pressure of your, so it's like your it's air. variable so the more you pull the trigger the more paint opens up correct okay. correct yeah and and i didn't really adjust any of the nozzles or, or the knobs to to you know fine tune it i just kind of gave it a go as is and it happened to work like flawlessly right. like like impeccable and and 
something I noticed with the airbrush is because we open it full throttle to do this sort like a similar paint job, and sometimes it'll spray like um, spits little droplets that 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 look different, right? That that will definitely look different than what the the finish is supposed to be. And this didn't do that at all. It was just completely clean. Every every attempt was flawless. Like I get it now. Like it's like easy. It's super easy. Like maybe it's not easy. That's not the right word. But it was very effortless like compared to the the airbrush where you're like crap like i need to get yeah, this right just you know, it's just the, different the, the, the gun was just done it's like what like really you know like and then you give it a little more around the edges and the corners and you're like oh my god like i i mind blown mind blown unbelievable um like i get i have buddies on instagram that have like been praising spray guns for a while now for a while and i was like you don't need it i'm, I'm like on the hobby side like you don't need it if you want get an airbrush or you can use spray cans like no wait hold on hold on <laughs> it's a different beast i uh i got my uh my laser machine up and running which was used to do the coasters that we were giving away at the event so that was cool so that that thing's uh now that i've got it figured out i know how to work it uh we're gonna have some fun with that thing now so I uh, I shared a picture uh, early this morning of my my let's build a Mando project, kind of like what the armor and the helmet and like what's been picked so far looks like. Because um, the next thing that we're gonna do is we're gonna do a poll for the jetpack options. So that's coming. Uh, I ordered a alternate Yondu jacket because that other company like canceled my order. So I'm not as excited about this one, but at the same time I think I need to. Just like like it can't, it is going to be cost prohibitive for me to make that jacket completely by hand because I'll want to do it with leather and do it right, and it's just, it's going to be like a six hundred dollar jacket if I do it myself. So not what what do you not like about this one? They, just way, just way the off. quality of the materials. I I think I can put some time and energy into this and make it work. Um, I'm I'm gonna okay. it'll be like what Brian had to do. Like Brian had to make some changes to that jacket that he's got to make it look right. It was just sort yeah. of a china knockoff cosplay jacket you know pleather mm -hmm. um i can do the same thing to this and it'll it'll be fine so i think people are going to be distracted by that fan. <laughs> they're going to be just dude that's that's the centerpiece i mean yeah you know yeah. so but i but that's the problem it's like i want that i want the rest of it to be on par with that it looks it came out so good i don't want the rest of it to detract from that so um but i found actually found a um Another cosplayer has like did a quasi tutorial on how they made parts of their costume, and so I've actually got some good intel from that. And in watching what they did with their boots, they built a new pair of Yondu boots around a pair of just like inexpensive black work boots um, that I actually happen to have like the exact same pair. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and use those to build the Yondu boots. So we'll see how it goes. I, 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 if this jacket actually comes and it's something that I can work with, I will feel like I see the light at the end of the tunnel again, instead of doom and gloom where I'm at worth not having anything. Did you show up, show up with the eyes that Finn, the teeth, if you got jacked up teeth and you just kind of act the part, it's going to come oh, together. That's right. I got to talk. There's, I got a line on somebody that makes like teeth. I got to talk to them and find out. Look at that thing. It's so good, dude. <laughs> And it just and the fact and it just stays the, there. Yeah. It just works. The, the <laughs> fact that you installed magnets under your skin to like oh, you know, just connect I, to that. I got it so good. Got to go on, and, you know. <laughs> since when have we ever done anything halfway? 
<laughs> Listeners, don't install magnets on your skin. Don't, don't do that. Don't we're BFM. only teasing. So, no BFMs were harmed. Uh, and, and yes, Grogu Adventure, I will have to shave, but uh, we'll, uh, I've already got that figured out. It's Mary Poppins. It's, just a, it's an adjustment to the existing beard, not, not so much a do over. Mary Poppins, y'all. Okay, so a couple things that, that uh, I'll talk about. So I was printing the piece for that bike uh, that I was talking about last couple weeks ago. Well, the piece that I 3D printed end up, ended up not working uh, because I printed it in PLA. And black PLA, I guess, duh, doesn't do too good under direct sunlight heat and in the car so when my buddy from that com- the bike company wow 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 <laughs> when he started to install it it was wow. it was just like melted pla right it was just completely wonky so what i ended up doing was resin printing it in abs resin uh or abs like resin already black and you know those pieces a giant piece like that, that I'm printing on my giant resin printer. It's like 86 hours for one piece. So, and then, you know, resin printing always goes longer than it's quoted. So, Oh, for sure. uh, Every print does. Yeah. So it's, it's still on the printer. I think it's like a 97%. It should be ending. But once that is done printing, that's like production quality, right? It's like super sharp edges, no post-production, no post-processing on it required. It's just like quick little shot of, of clear coat. Good to go. And this is supposed to cover the battery. The- uh, it's like covering the side of the frame. If, if you look at, if you go to wow, uh, wowbike.com uh, and look at the cyber bike, uh, you'll see the, 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 the piece on there. Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier at the top of the show. So while I was looking into that, uh, because I'm working on a, another project, uh, with them for the future that I'll, will announce soon. Um, I was looking in how to Chrome a 3d print and Ramey, I found it. I found it. Uh, I found it on YouTube. Um, I'll send out the link, uh, on our socials, but basically what it is, is you, you guys know the, the, the graphite method of doing like a Mando helmet, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get that graphite powder, yeah, and then you mm-hmm. you like Over polish it. Gloss. Okay, yeah. Well, that's if you're trying to like gloss it, right? But they actually make graphite spray paint, and the graphite spray paint it's not meant to be glossy or anything. It's just meant to paint like a graphite shell. So what? Because it is a, a, a it it's sort of conductive. Basically what you do is you, you can spray paint this helmet with the graphite and then that allows you to, uh, dip it in a nickel plating solution. And then once you get the nickel on there, then you can do other forms of metal, like gold plating or silver plating, whatever you want. I've watched a YouTube video. That's what you're describing. Mm -hmm. So I bet I've seen the same thing. It's super inexpensive because this guy just does it like in a, in a plastic bucket. Uh, he does it with like 12 volt car battery <laughs> and, and the chemicals that he's using are just like, I mean, are inexpensive also. Yeah. 
Um, but if you're just going for the chrome look, then you don't need to go anything past the nickel plating. Because once it's nickel plated, you can just polish it. You're good to go. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. I was so I actually did a troop not terribly long ago, and uh, Gordon Gordon Tarpley was. Uh, C-3PO at the event. And uh, and I was talking to him about all of this too. So And he sent me some stuff. And I haven't had a chance to really dig into it and look, but I do want to look at what he sent me too. And once, once I've kind of wrapped my head around some process, then we're going to blow the doors off of this thing and cr- chrome knowledge for the world, right? But I, I want to understand it and make sure that what we're talking about is uh, is solid. So. Well, you're the rocket scientist, so when uh, it deals with chemicals and stuff, I'm going to leave that up to you. <laughs> yeah, chemistry wasn't part of my specialty, just saying, but... <laughs> well, you know, like... I wasn't propulsion. Chemical A, chemical B, rocket go boom. There you he go. Goes high. He goes yeah, high. yeah. <laughs> hey, John, uh, you dropped those guitars off at Schechter, right? Oh, yeah. I sure did. Yeah, um, so I stopped by yesterday and took four. Yeah, yours, mine, Ramey's, and Mike's. And uh, it was funny. And, right. and I also took my dog. So when, when when my buddy Adam went to take the guitars, I stayed back with the dogs. So when Adam came back, he was like, dude, it's so funny. this Because the guy that lacquers stuff, he's always like, well, what what is this? So he was asking Adam, like, well, what's this guitar? And he's like, I don't know, dude. He's like, well, how did he do this? Like, I assume he's talking about Ramey's uh, routing stuff. And he's like, I don't know, dude. And he's like, well, what is this one? You know? And he's like, well, I, I don't know. And, and he kept asking, like, you know, back, you know, like, well, what, what is this supposed to be? Like, well, what, what part of the, you know, what, you know, and, and whatever. It was super funny the way he said it. Um, but yeah, so those should be ready in a couple days, uh, either tomorrow or the next day. They should be set up. Um, the lacquer. I think takes a day to like cure and then they just set it up in like 20 minutes. Like they install everything, you know? Oh geez. Um, yeah. It's like they're, they're, they're good. I, I sat through it once. I'm like, okay, let's see. And they're like, pop, pop, popping stuff on and solder a wire. That's it. Boom, boom. They have stuff like pre-assembled, whatever. Super cool. It's like a pit stop crew. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not an assembly line, but it's like, they're like pros. They're, they're, they're pros. They, they know what they're doing completely. Um, do we know how we're going to give these away from at Mosh Eisley? Kind of up Have to we figured us. that out? No. So I was trying to decide because we have one of the guitars that they gave us, which is like a high-end guitar that we're supposed to somehow give away. And we have our guitars, which are not as expensive. They're a little more on the on the lower side. But they're still cool. They're custom painted by all of us and, and you know, fun. Um, and they work. They're real guitars. They're just not... They're functional guitars. They're, they're yeah. real guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe we'll... You know, we can choose, like, our favorite... Each person's favorite costumer or something along those lines. Find a way. Hmm. You guys want you know to raise saying? funds? Well, so I think... I, yeah. For the nice one, my, I wanted to raise My two cents, yeah. I think, I think the nice one, we hold back and do something... At the beginning, yeah. at, at the beginning of season two or something like that, and we can come up with that. Um, but the four that we did for the event, we will keep those for the event, and we'll we'll do like what John was saying, yeah. like our favorite we'll costumers, some, somebody that's particularly excited about it or something like that. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, I like what you're good. saying, Joe. That could be the first uh, Give, could be the first giveaway item into the Chrome Tone O2. Dang. Imagine that. But can uh, we announce the Chrome Tone 02 yet? I don't think we can announce that yet. 
We can do whatever we want, man. We can do it. We can. You it's going to need to be a Chrome YT1300 if we keep putting stuff in it just like this. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a full-on freighter. Um, Dude, NATO, NATO Potato got a lot of stuff, man. He got a lot still standing? of stuff. Is he still receiving things? He was Dude, still, it took, he was all, recently it took still till summer to get the last shipment. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still, still he's stretching out the posts. So sure. We finally get to meet him at Mosh Eisley. I'm That's excited. Right. That's right. Finally. Yep. He'll We're going to see a lot something. of people, a lot of faces that we've yet to meet. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be good. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. I liked your commercial, your Mosh Eisley commercial, John. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what I wanted Ooh, to Mosh Eisley. Could you do, it, can so, you do right the now. voice for me real okay. quick? Do it right now. Do it right Mosh now. Mosh Eisley. Yeah. I don't even know what accent there Brian is. was making fun of me. He's like, I, I recognize three accents in there. I'm like, all right. <laughs> no, yeah. Reminded me of Mega Man. But, Mega Mind. Mega Mind. Hey, all right. That guy. It's like great. a it's like a, a an, an old Atlantic uh like you you could be on the Titanic with that. With that <laughs> yeah, accent. you know, well I I, I was trying to invoke a little <laughs> bit of uh What's his name? Hux. When he does that crazy speech, um, oh, Starkiller Race. We know with the, with all the troops. Yeah, where he's kind of doing the whole thing. It was kind of a little bit of that, but more subdued and and sort of OT, whatever. So I wanted to see because I'm trying to decide if I should wear that costume, if, if that's worthy enough to walk around Mosh Eisley as that guy, or if I should just be a stormtrooper. So I want to I want to do a poll on the Dad Batch. Post. I think you might. I'm, I mean, I'm going to have the TK, but I'm not, probably not going to have the guitar around my neck, dude. That my TK. That's what I'm saying. So that, that's my my concern because these guitars are are, are supposedly they're heavy. Suppo- they're, they're guitars, yeah. They're 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 solid wood bodies, you know. And and I don't know if we want them slapping on our white armor. Um, I do mm, not want it. I've already armor. solved. I've already solved for that. Not going to be a problem for me. <laughs> well. He hasn't oh, chrome, chrome on chrome. With us, so. No. Yeah, no. He's, it's going to blend. Can you see where the guitar ends and, and I and begin? Din begins. You know. yeah. You're going to look like the old C3PO tops card. <laughs> I, under, I understood that reference. I'm not going there. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so I wanted to know what the listeners think. And I, I want to see if we can do a poll on the Dad Batch uh, if no. I should wear but, the TK or that officer but you're but you're it, talking uh, about but you're photos. you're talking about like during all night all night all night but but there is there are times where you need to be in the tk really there there are scripted it's, it's, things that you need to be in the tk for that's oh like really a, it's a 15 minute change yeah. out that's not that bad. it is quick it's too fast. i could bring it wear it for the thing the and are fast. yeah yeah but I, but you know i'm trying to trying to have some fun let some people choose I'm already sweating. Maybe no one gives a shit. Yeah, you know what? It is hot. <laughs> it's gonna be right hot now. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be so super hot. hot. AF. Uh, hey, Ramy. Hey, Steven. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, some of this might be a rehash if you were able to listen to the live stream the other day because about half the news is new and half of it is uh, what we covered at the event. But we're going to go over it again just in case. Uh, So starting off with some of the new stuff, uh, Bob Iger has extended his 
contract. Well, the Disney board has voted unanimously to extend Bob Iger's uh, contract through the end of 2026. So um, he'll he'll be there. He's you know they're, they're very pleased with his ability to find cost cutting measures and uh, although the and I agree with this like the the timing of the announcement was kind of bad. Like with Star Cruiser and stuff. No, with all of this, with all the Writers Guild stuff that was going on. There was some, there was some press around Disney being part of um, a group of uh, studios, and some quotes that came out of those conversations that basically implied that the studios were quite, quite happy to just let this, let the writers starve to death. You know, wait till they come crawling back, kind of a thing. They're prepared to wait gnarly. until October. They're prepared to wait until October or longer. The quote was, the quote was, we'll wait until they start getting evicted from their apartments or losing their houses, and then they'll come back. Now, yeah. doesn't, no, no clue who, who said that, which studio it was from. There were multiple studios, Netflix, Warner Brothers, Disney, all of them. They were all there. So no clue who, who said that, but uh, to announce a contract extension for a CEO on the same day that that quote leaks out is probably a bad move. But uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Emmy nominations came out and the, the, I'll be honest, the list is so long. I'm going to kind of just go through it quickly. Um, Andor got Emmy nominations for outstanding drama series, outstanding original main title theme music, outstanding cinematography for a series, outstanding directing for a drama series, uh, outstanding music composition, outstanding sound editing, uh, outstanding special visual effects. An outstanding writing for a drama series. Now there are episodic names attached to a lot of those. Um, so like Rick's Road, uh, which was obviously a great episode. Several of those were attached to that. Um, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi got a handful of uh, nominations as well. Outstanding limited or anthology series. Outstanding fantasy sci-fi costumes. Uh, outstanding picture editing for a limited or anthology series. Uh, outstanding sound editing for a limited or anthology series. Outstanding sound mixing for a limited or anthology series. Uh, we've got some Mandalorian ones. Now, Pedro Pascal didn't get nominated for directly for anything related to The Mandalorian, but he did get nominated for lead actor for The Last of Us. Um, but The Mandalorian itself <clears throat> excuse me, got nominations for Outstanding Cinematography for a series. Interestingly enough, this... One specifically calls out half-hour shows um, because I think one of the other ones that I already named was like the same category, but for one hour, yeah, uh, Andor got the same thing, but for one hour format, whereas they tagged The Mandalorian as a half-hour show for that purpose, which was interesting. Uh, outstanding fantasy sci-fi costumes for a particular episode, uh, outstanding period and or character hairstyling. Um, outstanding period and or character makeup, outstanding sound editing, outstanding sound mixing, outstanding special visual effects, stunt coordination, stunt performance, all of those. Uh, Latif Crowder's named in the stunt performance category as, as part of it too. So yeah, good to see his name show up there. Uh, so yeah, so we'll keep our eye on the Emmys and see what, uh, what plays out there. Outstanding. Yeah, every single category name was out. I should have just started saying, all right, these are all outstanding, so let's just get to the, the subtitles. Uh, EA has posted three new job listings for their Star Wars team, um, all specifically intended to work with Respawn. 
which is the the pairing that produced the Jedi Survivor and Jedi uh, uh, Fallen Order. Fallen games. Order and Survivor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the three titles for the positions that they're opening up is Senior Combat Designer, Senior VFX Artist, which is says VFX, but it actually reads as an audio gig, and then uh, Principal Game Writer. So Game Director uh, Stig... Asmussen also mentioned in an interview that he did with IGN that he's always envisioned this as a a trilogy. I always wanted to see this as a trilogy. How can we take Cal and the crew to new places beyond what we were doing in the first game? We had a pretty decent idea of time frame where we wanted Survivor to take place, what the stakes were going to be, what the tone of the game was going to be, what Cal was going to be up against, and how the crew was going to factor into that. And then there's ideas of what we could do beyond that as well. So... um, I think between uh, between these positions being added to the team and these, this quote, I think that they're all but confirming we're going to get a third Jedi game, Star Wars Jedi game. Sounds like it, right? I mean, yeah. Trendy. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's get into some of the stuff that we covered at the Tonga Hut event the other night. Uh, so Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, is starts a one week from tonight. I think what. One week from right now, they'll be opening. The door. We'll be inside, hopefully, uh, getting body checked by all the security people and whatever. Uh, wanted to do a rundown on Star Wars content that we've got. Most for the most part, it's panels. Um, the on Thursday there was nothing on the schedule listed for uh, Star Wars specific content, but Friday is Star Wars Day. Now, every one of the events that I'm about to list, um, they, they start at 10 a.m. And they run through every hour throughout the day, all the way to 8 p.m. Every single one of these is in room 7AB. So if you go into the convention center, go up to the mezzanine level, um, like the the bigger rooms, so uh, 6, what, like B, C, and F are, are one of them. Uh, 7AB is one of the rooms that's like right across from that. And this is where all of the Star Wars content is for, for that day. Uh, so we've got, starting again at 10 a.m., uh, the Star Wars Musical Universe with Lucasfilm and EA Games. So this one showcases um, video game music. Uh, so we've got, then we've got Lucasfilm Limited's high-end Star Wars collectibles. So that's where you'll see things from Sideshow, Hot Toys, Kotobukiya, uh, Gentle Giant, companies like that. Uh, then at noon, there's one titled Star Wars Memories. Uh, the this one is being panel. The panelists are like former Lucasfilm employees that are like now long since retired, basically telling old war stories. So this one actually sounded pretty interesting. At one, we've got Lucasfilm Publishing's panel, uh, stories from a galaxy far, far away. Uh, then we've got uh, Hasbro's Star Wars panel, and I do expect we're going to get a Haslab announcement at that panel. So, and we'll get into that in a minute in our next little bit of news uh, after this. Uh, After that, we've got Star Wars Trading Card Collecting, Star Wars Past, Present, and Future, Star Wars Fandom in the Immersive Frontier, Galaxy's Edge, Galactic, Star Cruiser, and Beyond. Um, And I think this one is, the the panelists on this one are from uh, Heroes of the Halcyon, right? I think we we mentioned that the other day. I think that that's the group that's putting that one on. At 6 p.m. is the 501st Legion's Star Wars Villainous Costuming Panel. Um, At 7, there's a panel called Star Wars Andor, Making a Rebel, Making a Rebellion. That's got some of the folks that were involved in Andor as panelists. And then at 8 p.m. is Star Wars Trivia Challenge Strikes Back. So again, that's everything I just listed is basically in sequence starting at 10 a.m., one-hour blocks, all the way to 8 p.m. in room 7A, B. 
On Saturday at 10 a.m. in the Omni Hotel in the Grand Ballroom on the fourth floor, there's a Star Wars trivia game panel taking place. And then at 12.30, um, back in the convention center, room 29 C and D, Jazzwares is doing a panel uh, covering Pokemon, Squishmallows, Star Wars, AEW, and more. And then at 5.15 p.m. in room 6 B, C, and F. Now, this is a big room. It's not as big as Hall F, but this is a decent-sized room. Um, like, this is the panel room that we saw the Clone Wars Saved panel in several years ago, right? So to give you an idea of the scale of the room. So this is titled Star Wars Outlaws Becoming the Galaxy's Most Wanted. So that will be their big game content panel for that. Uh, Lucasfilm's going to have their normal Lucasfilm pavilion down on the show floor that we're all used to seeing. Um, I know that they're... I, I don't have any confirmation of what, what it's going to look like, but I know that they're particularly excited about it. So I read that to mean that it's new, whatever it is. So I think that they've got something new that they're going to be showing off there. So that looking forward to that. Thursday night over at the Hyatt Hotel is the Her Universe Fashion Show. Um, they hand out wristbands for this at like 1 p.m. So you've got to go over there, get your wristband. Then you can kind of leave. Um, and then you want to get back maybe 4 o'clock to get in line because where you are in the line kind of gives you where your seat's going to be inside. So I know at least a few of us are going to be there um, in, in various capacities. So come say hi. And then Friday night is Mosh Eisley at the Music Box in San Diego. So, And as of right now, tickets are still available at moshisley.com. And I know that uh, all of us here on this episode will be there. We will Mosh all Eisley. be there. Yep. You may, you may recognize us. You may re- not recognize us. But we will all be there. I got to run, dude, from uh, that 501st panel straight to Mosh. Because like, our panel ends at, I think, 7 when Mosh starts. But things really don't kick off to what's yeah, yeah. Eight, right? it, it, it builds up. You're right. Yeah, so. you're good. You're good. We we'll, we'll cover you. Awesome is going to drive me. Yeah. Uh, so we've been starting to see kind of obviously, and we're going to get into even more of it. But uh, again, we talked about this on Sunday. So the hype train for Ahsoka's starting. We've got some merch coming out. We've got pictures of a new Lego set featuring um, the Phantom, or sorry, featuring the Ghost, uh, which includes the Phantom Two and several minifigures. So it's got General Harrison Dula, Chopper, a Mon Calamari uh, named Lieutenant Beta, which I just am amused to no end that they named a, a fish character Beta, um, a, a, a human officer named First Officer Hawkins, and a Jason Sandula figure, which the the story around him is that like when we last saw him in the animation, he had green hair, like his mother's uh, Laku. But uh, the figure has brown, just normal human brown hair. So whereas in the animation, it had looked like they were trying to make him a blend of Kanan and Hera. This time around, um, he seems to look mostly human, at least based on the minifigure. No clue what he looks like in the show. Is it, but I, is it different in the age, the, the figure? Is it older? Version it is it? still mm-hmm. a child because like, I don't, if you, you know, for anybody that does Legos, like for little kids, they've got a different set of legs that don't actually move and they're like really stubby. Um, so this figure has those legs, so it's definitely not an adult. But based on the timeline, it kind of feels like maybe this should be at least a little older, a few years older than what we would have seen in the show. Hard to say. That was all done in, like, that was all kind of at the end in sort of a montage, and they did, didn't necessarily yep. give you timestamps. So who knows? Yeah. So. Um, okay. One of the higher-ups at Hasbro, also teased an image on his Instagram that was in Arabesh um, that hinted that there was something 
coming in the Hasbro three and three quarter scale line. So the Arabesh translated to uh, ship diagnostics complete, laser cannon turret ready, forward cannons ready, rear cannons ready. So there's not a lot of with the cannons and every ship ship diagnostics. So it's a ship. Those can that configuration of cannons. There's not a lot of vehicles that we've got that uh, that have that configuration. So I think that what we're what he's hinting at here is a ghost, the ghost. So what we're what we're hearing, and and I expect this to be revealed at Hasbro's panel on uh, Friday, which again is is in room seven A B at two p.m. on Friday at the convention center. So I think that we're going to get an announcement of a Haslab project. Um, we're hearing that it's like six hundred bucks, so which is a lot. Um, I would expect it's going to be on scale with like the big Millennium Falcon that they did several years ago, um, hopefully. So it'll probably come with the Phantom too, since we see the Lego set comes with that one as well. Wouldn't surprise me to see some stretch goals with this that include additional figures and maybe even the Phantom one. I, I don't know. So we'll see how that goes. Shout out to our boy Hondo Supply, aka Mike Forrester, for something... He had he posted something on his Instagram, and I wanted to get into that as part of the news. So, work with me here. Um, he, if if you go look at the Hondo Supply Instagram account, he posted some pictures today in a little slideshow. So, Skull is Skull and Haiti are two names that show up in uh, like Old Norse mythology. Yes, and and they are the names of two wolves or wolf-like deities that basically represent the sun and the moon. So they're not mentioned a lot, but the, but they are in the lore. So we've got two, two wolves in, uh, in Norse mythology yeah. named Skull and Haiti. Now, the two Inquisitor-type figures that we see in uh, the Ahsoka show uh, is Balin Skull and Balin Shin Haiti. Shin Haiti. Yeah, so... so- this was discussed early, earlier on when when they revealed the character names. That okay. was like one of the first things they referenced was the two wolves, one who mocks and one who hates. Right? Is that correct? Uh, this doesn't. I don't think this says that. But but yes. Okay. Well, I, well, the 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 Balin one is the one who mocks, and then the other one is the one who hates or the one who kills. It's one of those. It's it's something very okay. Uh, dark um but it, yeah so sorry I, don't, I didn't mean to cut you off but that was uh something like like we're all nerds not so, some are more than others and someone jumped on that like right away they were like oh there's a connection and uh, yeah 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 so you're, you're spot on definitely so in addition to that so we've already talked about the fact that it was identified that these two characters have lightsabers that aren't traditional red that would be associated with the Sith, but are more of an orange. And when asked about that, Filoni mentioned, he says, oh, it's good you caught that. Nothing is accidental. So with so we've got two wolves with or characters that are named after wolves uh, carrying orange lightsabers. So if you look at the mural that Sabine paints at the end of Rebels and that we know makes an appearance in the show and they had it on display at Celebration, you've got two wolves, a light one and a dark one, and if you look at their eyes, their eyes are painted orange. I don't know. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of parallels here. I mean, 
it'll be interesting to see where where this goes. This this business with the wolves and all of that Lothal mythology that was in Rebels and the world between worlds and, and all of it is just it's this show is dripping with these kind of references. It's crazy. And we haven't even seen it. So and 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 this is something I just found just by Googling it. It says um in Norse mythology, skull uh is basically equal to treachery or mockery. And it says, is a wolf that, according to Snorri Sturluson, chases the sun, personified as a goddess, soul, riding her chariot across the sky. Haiti chases the moon. So they're perpetually in some sort of cycle or some sort of, you know. Right. And and in in the World Between Worlds episodes of, of Rebels, like, you see the wolves running in a circle around the glyphs in the artwork and everything, like all of that. So, Ooh, so they might have access to whatever Ahsoka has access to. What if it's like or, a time heist? The gatekeepers were they the gate? <laughs> were they the gatekeepers of the world between worlds? Well, I think we Never get a little ever. bit of a. I think we get a little bit of a glimpse of the world between worlds, or something very reminiscent of it in the trailer that we got this week. If only we were able to play the trailer. War is inevitable. One must destroy in order to create. We are no Jedi. I started hearing whispers of Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. What happens when we find Thrawn? Power. Such as you've never dreamed. I've spent most of my life fighting a war. That's why I'm trying to convince you to help me prevent another one. You and I both know who could help you with this. She's still just as stubborn as ever. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him, just like I walked away from Sabine. You never made things easy for me. Master. As a Jedi, sometimes you have to make the decision no one else can. But I'm counting on you to see this through. Nice haircut. Sometimes we have to do what's right, regardless of our personal feelings. Buckle up. If we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. You have no power. Anakin spoke highly of you. I'm not here to discuss my past. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Okay, 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 okay. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack in there. So let's do uh, a trailer breakdown right now. So okay, we've got the trailer. We've got this new this new shuttle that we haven't seen before, but is similar looking to shuttle. It's a shuttle, clearly. Inquisitor, probably. Let's see. Towards like a rebel looking. So now, 
we could see that the shuttle that we just saw is not the shuttle that's here behind Balin. No. But Balin is talking to what looks like rebel fleet troopers. Rebel fleet troopers, yeah. Okay. He's probably trying to make some sort of deal or like, you know. Ooh, look at that rebel. Look at that rebel, uh, that Mon Cal fleet trooper right there. Oh, there it is. That's awesome. (laughs) We can see that this lightsaber that's igniting in the (laughs) foreground, this is. uh, Slice our fishy friend in half. Okay, but this is. That's the girl, uh, the girl, right? Hate, yeah, that's, hate, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Hati. Hati. Shin Hati. Okay. Shit hot? Shin. T? Yeah, because boom. <laughs> Down. It's hot. Dusted. Yeah. Oof. These guys go flying. Is that is that the blaster from Mando? He's got in his hand? No, it's an A180. Yep. No, this one is. No. Oh, this that, one in the back. No, nope. that, that's a D, DH17. And then that's correct. A180. Okay. Correct. The, the, gen, the generous Star Wars. One, right? Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you even Star Wars, bro? I got 720p, man. I could see that from here. Let me know when your internet loads. Oh, snap. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> yeah, with no internet, I All can right. still tell. How you doing? So he says here, here he says, uh, we are no Jedi, right? Then he stabs his dude with his orange lightsaber. So I do think so going back to the the descriptions that John gave for the 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 two uh Norse gods I think like this Balin one he seems to be a little more slower moving and methodical and and and, and whereas she is just she's already like there's a scene here like he's doing this to this guy right now and she's already halfway down the hall. Like you see her, like she's in the background, like just plowing through people. So it's she's like good cop, bad cop. Like she's a live wire. And yeah, she's I'll, just killing everyone. I almost expect we'll have to see him sort of holding her back at certain points because of that, which fits with some of the uh, description that you were given John of the, the Norse gods too. Yeah. I, I read it a little while back and, and it totally made sense. See, and he's just d- dealt with that. She's already gone. Yeah, she's done. I have got Ahsoka. We've seen this before in a previous that? trailer, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, what is this? This is uh, like an old Jedi. So, But it has so a hand position. Do you remember like the Mortis? It looks like the Mortis. Oh, wall. yeah. This is, this is a like a bit? Mortis thing? Yeah. It looks like the Mortis wall with the hand. The hand going like that. Yeah. yeah, see her hands up. There's a circular thing which probably has to align or something. Behind the head. Yeah. Yep. No, no. In the center. As on her chest. We've got the back shot of Thrawn. We've seen this before. Yep. I, I almost think, okay, so is he walking towards his... His like little throne. throne that he's got, it looks, like it looks from like the a, yeah. from the old illustrations. Yeah, it looks like it. That's cool. Yeah, I think they're including Heir to the Empire. Okay, so now we've got We're Stonehenge, Hati, Stonehenge. They're, yeah, they're walking to Stonehenge. Balenge. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's like a world. What happens worlds. when you find Thrawn? Okay, so now. We've got uh, Balin and Hati, and they're talking to uh, what's her name? The uh, the her. Shoot, I'm drawing a blank it's right now. Bruce I'm sorry. Lee's niece. Yeah, that is. It's like the she's like a magistrate, magistrate, or, magistrate or something the like magistrate. that. Magistrate. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. 
Now, now look, look at this next bit. Like, there's, there's, do you see at the bottom that green flame? Yes. The only other place we see that kind of imagery with like that green flame is with the Night Sisters. Night Sister magic. Yeah, well, isn't she a Night Sister? That was the is whole thing. I, she is a Night Sister. Is, is she? Do we know that for sure? That's what, I yeah, sh- that wasn't that a thing? Sure seems. I don't, when I don't she know. Showed up? When was that ever? I don't know they've ever said that out loud, but I think Dude, we've heard she's it. she's from Dathomir. Wait, wait, uh, hold on. This I thought this was established, that this lady Morgan is a night sister. Elspeth. Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan. Was, was that not established? Am I tripping out? Crack hold team, on. Joe. I'm on it. Let me see. Oh, Joe, are you live right now? Jeez Louise. He is, yes. Now, the cool thing is that we see here she's using this magic to activate this Stonehenge thing. Such and it's you. like a map Which, of the world between worlds, right? Yeah. It's, it, I assume this is just one of the many entry, you know, portal entries it's like to a gateway or something. To right? it, yeah, exactly. And she's able to activate it. They probably need her Never to dreamed. get it started. Yeah. Ooh, Republic. Oh, dude, so good. And then, hey, well, hold on. And did you notice her lightsaber? Do you know whose lightsaber that looks like? the The design is is almost just like Kanan's. It has a shroud, and it has that like sort of one sided. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, the, I see. That's the, the emitter. There's a good shot right there. Yeah. Yep, there's a good shroud there. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so it's got uh, very Kanan Jarrus vibes, even though I'm sure it's not connected because I'm, you know, lightsabers look like lightsabers. But I like that. That's a cool little. Got a fleet of ships here. Yep. A wings. So just reading up on on if she, if she is. Um... It was not confirmed. The heritage was not revealed in the episode, but uh, the act- actresses, actors, hairstylist in the series revealed that Morgan was one of the last survivors of Dothamir. There you go. Yeah, see? That was not... Yeah, yeah. I remember that from yeah. season two or three, whenever she showed up. Yeah. She was the one of the last Dothamirian I've spent most of my life fighting survivors. Yeah. All right. Here we got our first shot of Hera in the trailer. We've seen this before, right? We have this, yes. There's that that patch. Yep. 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 From Obi Wan and Anakin's fleet. And she's and this looks to be like the Phantom, right? That's looks like that's Phantom. the Phantom number two. Phantom two. Yeah, gotta be right. She's chasing some sort of what is this? An escape pod or something? It's being carried sure. by one of these Walker carriers. Yeah. Don't know. Gotta go back. Chopper. There's Chopper. There's everybody's favorite t- favorite terrorist. Dude, Chopper looks so good. He Ramey, did so they add good. this piece? Yeah, that's new. This light up, this light up piece on his. Yeah, on his and there's gun. there's way more segments on that thing. Like I I was I got I got a good still of that, and I was gonna count how many little segments there are in there. I think mine my Chopper, which is animated based, only has like I don't know like a ten or so lights tops. There's way more than that there. Mm-hmm. Just all the details, like his his eyes. There's just everything's just got more fidelity, more detail. I want to see his top top dish rotate? That'd be kind of cool. yeah. But I can you can tell even here, like his head has the wobble, like 
Yeah. Even here, like the ring around the top of just above his shoulders is tilted to the side. So Chopper's, you know, part of his animation style was that he could like wobble his head and like have those yeah. head movements. Um, and he's always angry. Clearly, did you guys, did you guys t- get a chance to take a look at the the uh, animated, uh, the yeah, the animated Chopper toy that they had at Celebration? Oh. It's like uh, I'd say it's probably like maybe about uh, ten inches tall. But it's it's like an animatronic chopper that like oh, does all this kind of moving and didn't talks Ashley Fountain post about it? Like she was like, "This is awesome." Do you remember that? No, I remember that. I saw it at Celebration at the Hasbro booth. Um, but what was funny is it one of the sounds that it makes is Chopper going bop, bop, bop. and yeah. like if you know if you know what who who the voice is and what they say it's i couldn't believe that they added that in there <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> yep dave that's why i'm trying to- okay cool so we've got uh hera talking to some holograms on here yep. mon mothma being the main mon one mothma's right in the middle do we know who these other ones are nope dignitaries oh there's a mon cal pilot back there looks great how good does Hera look, right? I like her eyes. Green eyes. Her eyes are very do, vibrant, yeah. They they are very bright. I do wish they had left the details on her Montrals or Leku. Yeah, the maybe it's on the other the backside. No, it's not. They're just solid green from every angle, and I don't know why they lost that detail. Hmm. Hmm. Prevent another one. Dang, my mom's and everything. Oh, dude! Look at the back of uh, her jacket. Yeah, it's got That's the nice. it's got the ghost, the symbol from the ghost, which we actually oh, don't see the ghost in this trailer at all, do we? Mm-mm. So we got Ahsoka. I, I just I, I didn't notice this before. We got Ahsoka walking down her ship. Yeah, meeting up. <clears throat> oh, and look who's with Ahsoka. Mando. It's the uh, it's the, it's the droid. The droid. Oh, the droid. Right? Yeah. My, my screen's a little small. You and I both know who could help you with this. She's Dude, so good. This is uh, from the last shot in Rebels too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's the fall. Still just as stubborn as ever. We get our first clear shot at uh, Sabine in this trailer. I love her hair. Her long hair. Yeah. It's just, it's like, uh, yeah, looks good. What do they call it? An ombre? No, but the how how many like how many one, two, three, cosplayers four. do you think are actually going to commit to this and like do the actual die for this? They'll be them. They'll be looks, them for sure. It looks good. It looks good. Yep. It's gonna be a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, it's gonna be. I hope so. I hope a so. <laughs> if this becomes just like a new style, just like in the zeitgeist of of like pop culture, I'm I'm down for it. I like it. Hey, yeah, I support. Ever. I mean, there's a lot of people that already do that. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, the same the same highway on the thaw. Yeah, that uh, Ezra would do okay. the run, and yeah. all the rebels would. Do so that that helmet is straight out of the sequel trilogy. So like uh, the at the uh, beginning of the Last Jedi when they're doing their bombing run on the big dreadnought, um, Rose's sister, I think, is wearing one of these, um, or. or some of the, some of the pilots are, are wearing that one of these helmets, and then this helmet, this exact helmet, is in like the visual guide from that film. 
with the same letters, even the same battle damage, minus the Lothcat artwork that she added to it. So, so does that mean be, yeah. that she wore it first now, canonically, and then apparently they yeah. somehow brought it to the fleet, and that's who some someone wore it down the line? Yeah, but if you look at the picture in the visual guide, that like every single scratch and, and ding and battle damage, it's identical. It's they literally yeah. pulled that that prop out of the warehouse. They and probably put it thought on her. no one will notice. No one will know where this yeah. is from. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Ramey yeah. will. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the 3D files for that. Master found you difficult at times. Already. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him. This is a Just big like reveal. I walked away from Sabine. You never made things easy for me. This. That too. Wait, hold on. But we got to go back to that. Two things. Dude. Two things. So that, that that's cool. Raimi, you can talk about that. Oh, what? Where are we going? Speed bike. And this is that's a parallel me. right here. The speeder bike. Because that's Ezra, like season one. It's yeah, and it's that him. same style of speeder bike that we saw in Rebels. The Macquarie it's the same street. Bike. It's the same yeah. street too. Shoom. Yeah. So. There we go. The droid. Big old eyeball. Big you want to talk old. about this droid, Remy? So that dome, we only see the dome here, but that dome matches aesthetically to the old 1977, 78 Kenner R2D2 action figure. Like these little cutouts. Yep, yes. the little teardrop yep. cutouts around the eyes. Like, like it wasn't like that toy didn't match R two D two because they were basing the toy. <laughs> they had to build the toys before the movie was done, and like so, none of it actually matched quite right. So, but the that dome is what's we're seeing right here. It's identical. So it's good. A nice tribute, master. And that that reveal. So, for those who just heard, master Sabine calls Ahsoka master. Which implies what? Let's see. Can you guys put put it that together? she's she's from Tatooine and she's not a slave. She's a person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll leave it. That, that. Or she, I don't want to spoil anything. Or she's making. Or she's making a. Or she's making a condescending Jedi reference. She could be Sika, like she. She could uh, be, and she she is. There's a, clearly some a, tension. A, there's clearly some tension between the two of them. Well, she said she left her. So wait. So now you, you just made me think. There's two. There's two things. Either Ahsoka is Sabine's master, and Sabine is training to be a Jedi, or she's being sarcastic. Right. right. And that's it. Two options. Right. right. Dang. And knowing Sabine, she's probably which. Sarcastic. Which interestingly well, enough, like like to call Ahsoka master when she had clearly walked away from the Jedi order. It's almost like calling, it's almost like calling Anakin master when they never gave him the rank, when they never gave him the rank of master. But, but, but Sabine's got some big old balls on her, you know, she just pulled a Mace Windu. Yeah. Big old balls. Big old balls. And she's got a lightsaber too. So I know I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, with the ladder on this one. Cause Ahsoka don't look nah. happy when she says that. <laughs> no, she's, she's gonna be a Jedi. I only, the, the only reason why I think so is because Kanan already trained her to use a lightsaber, or the dark, you know, the dark saber's right. lightsaber. For those who don't remember, she did. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. I think there's there's something there. There. As a Jedi. Yeah, is this even, is this voiceover? Ezra, Ezra. Of... No, I think it's the actual new actor. 
Because it doesn't sound like Taylor. That's the most we're going to see him, huh? I, I don't think it's about Ezra at all. We're, that's probably the most we're going to see him. Die. Sometimes you have to make the decision no one else can. But I'm counting on you to see this through. Go ahead, John. So, this this moment right here is very uh, symbolic because the person I was just talking about who trained her with the lightsaber does the same exact thing when he realizes his, what his... His calling. Exactly. What, what he has to do. When he realizes, you know, he cuts his long hair... He goes. He 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 goes back to his real identity as a Jedi, as Caleb Doom. So this is what I think Sabine is symbolically here becoming who she has to be. Because because uh, what I assume is like she's been gone a while. The training stopped, and she's kind of been bumming around and and you know doing her own thing, not doing what she's supposed to do. And this is her kind of coming back to that calling and uh, stepping up to the plate in a way. I think. What, what, I think that's what happens. Well, dude, it's like the montage of that of that old baseball player with the grown beard, and somebody says, "You need to go back and play." And in the montage, he shaves his beard and gets out the glove, starts oiling the glove, and getting ready. And you know, it's, he's just come. She's coming back. Yeah, she's coming back. Well, this is she exactly what. It, I mean, I mean it's, it, it's exactly what happens in Rebels. It's exactly what happens in Rebels. And and Filoni yeah. did this for, for those. Yeah, for the people that watched. Cause, oh, for sure. Because a lot of people are going to watch this for the first time and not realize that connection, and it's still going to make sense to them, and they're going to love it. But this is for the people that did. Anybody that's give a crap. <laughs> yeah. Rebels. Any listeners that listen to this show that have not seen Rebels, it's not too late. Highly encourage you, you to go back. Yeah. It's only four seasons. Get through it. Don't worry about it being a kids show. Because guess what? All of this is for kids. I think, but. <laughs> Just enjoy it and just take it in. There's a lot you don't want to miss out on if you're just watching this. Episode. I think they've all but confirmed that this is essentially just Rebel Season it's 5. Rebel Season 5, yeah. Yeah, they did. Rosario Dawson said that she oh, had oh, heard Dave right. say it. Go back to the helmet. Go back to the helmet. Dude, that background. Background's great. Background's great. But, but if you can... Yeah, okay. So, shout out to Marcus... Napuri, good friend of the podcast, good friend of ours, he hand sculpted this helmet for the show. This is Sabine's brand new sculpt that he did for the show. Nice. So shout out to Marcus. Party. So proud of you. This is look at his legacy is already on screen. There it is. Right, I, and it's I love I love that it's not just a, a repaint of Bocaton's helmet or or Costa Reeves. It's, like, it's not. It's they, literally this is, a brand new. This helmet. is brand new, yeah, and you can tell it's different. Yeah, look at the ears; everything's different. Yep, it, yeah. it, it's like the, a mix the, of live the, action and animated. Yeah, the cheeks aren't as uh, deep as they are on yep. the the Night Owl helmets. It's it's more just like a cylinder. Yep. Yeah, I beautiful. That wall in the back, man. Yeah, the the That's mural. The exact same it, wall. It's a mural from, from uh, exact Rebels. same mural. Yeah. yeah, exact same. They they crushed it, and and we like saw it at celebration. Team. It was at celebration. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you catch it? Yeah. It was at London. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Oh wait, we gotta go back uh, to that one. We've seen this part. The new Inquisitor. 
taking on two at the same time. Ahsoka, what is this like? Yeah, a, one's a, a, droid. A, a droid. A droid. A droid. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like one of the HK droids, like we saw with um, what's her yes. name in one of those yeah, like yeah. guardian or uh, bodyguard yeah. droids or whatever. And then we got confirmation uh, who this person is under the under yeah, the yeah, mask yeah. for the Inquisitor. So, so that Inquisitor is the same stunt actor that was one of the Mandos, like one of the covert Mandos from the show, right? From from the Mandalorian. But but no, I think there was a name given for the like the oh, Inquisitor's wasn't name. It like Merrick Inquisitor. Merrick was it Merrick? Uh, like Marin. No. Keep keep it keep in mind. There's lots of characters in Star Wars that have different names. Like Kylo Ren is not like Ben Solo and Kylo Ren is the same person and yet two different names. I suspect that this Inquisitor has a different name as well. Oh, you think this is sometimes we have to do what's right regardless of our personal feelings. Wait, are you implying that's Ezra? I didn't say that. So how come no one's talked about this freaking Pergil? Come on. Yeah, there's Pergil. I mean, like, everyone's like, oh, look at Thrawn. Look at this. Look at Sabine. Guys. Live action Pergil. It's it's the Pergil. We saw saw that with the Mando season three at the beginning, right? With Grogu looking over and seeing the show. Now, is this Ahsoka's Mando gear? She's not wearing Mando gear. I think it's just maybe her her jumpsuit. Oh no! This is like uh, this looks like some sort of uh, yeah. This looks like some sort of like jumpsuit, suit, water suit, some sort of thing like that. Which would make sense because space whales, right? Oh, and they're shooting against someone with this pergle. See if I can get it. So someone, oh, someone's chasing them. This right. looks to be uh, like Balin's ship. ship. Oh, must be. Yeah, it's no, rounded. Yeah. You're right. It's got some round, round elements. If we don't stop Thrawn, every. If we don't stop Thrawn, so wait, 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 wait. Go back, go back. Sabine, she wearing an Imperial type type. No, it's just an undersuit. That's her Mando. Well, that's an undersuit. Yeah, that's her Mando. That's not a. It's got the double sleeve. Go the oh, I see it. I see it now. She did go to the academy. So. I see no, it's it just, now. See the sleeve. I think that's Mando. just her Mando undersuit. Yeah. yeah see the sleeve. Yeah. Thrawn. I thought I saw the choker collar. So this is the image of Thrawn that we saw at uh, the celebration exclusive trailer. They've now released it to the public. Uh, Lars Mikkelsen, face yep. on screen. Just want to hear him talk. Yeah. He's got the glowing red eyes. Uh, you know what? We, we got kind of like, there's been some internet hoopla about his, uh, his, his uh, uniform here. It's not firmly pressed. Well, <laughs> he's got we a lot of wrinkles on this through. thing. You never know. It's true. And also this is a, a, a preview. We This might not even be the final like VFX. They might clean them up. You never know. And one thing that uh, a lot of people are missing out on this shot of Thrawn is they're not looking at the background. What do we see in the background right here? Some kind of trooper. Everything mm-hmm. looks like uh, maybe a stormtrooper faceplate with a different color going on. Yeah, but it almost looks like the dome and the the back skirt look 
normal with the brown or with the black trim around the brow, but then the face right. looks like it's a different color, almost like it's, that, it almost looks gold. Maybe it's gold. Yeah. It is, it is gold. We'll be in vain. Oh, oh, oh! So this moment, right there. Okay, so did you hear what she said? I don't know if my you internet's no all power. And, and I'm, yes. So, so Hati tells Sabine, "You have no power." I assume. Wait, is Sabine doing yes, a force yes, push? Yes, but she has no power. So I assume. I don't know if she, she's either trying to gain her power, or she must have lost her confidence in the way Jedi's do on their journeys to becoming great, you know? So so either she doesn't have any so it, it it could go either way. She either has no power at all or she has uh the, she lacks the confidence to uh you know tap into the power. But it's Use pretty the epic. force, Bean. Yeah. Hey, and then and this trying. is where Kanan Kanan appears, right? As a Behind force ghost. Her. Use the force, Sabine. <laughs> <laughs> It's the new, yeah, the new Obi Wan and Luke. Yeah. Absolutely, it's totally, yeah. it's totally yeah. Freddie Freddy Prince Jr. as a Force ghost. <laughs> you have no power. Ooh, green lightsaber against orange lightsaber. She can wield a saber though. Love it. Okay, so we were talking. You guys are talking about uh, that this Ooh. dude's like a wolf or something, but then he's talking about Anakin spoke very highly of you to Ahsoka. Now we know that the, the timeline, this is concurrent with Mando season three. They have confirmed that. Um, so, but so he when might've did been this an established ever... Jedi back in the day. Cause he's older. So he must've been right? around and he defected when order 66 happened. He became either a dark Jedi. He's not a Sith Lord. Obviously he's a dark Jedi or, or just someone who is a dark side user. The way Ahsoka's not a Jedi, he's not a Jedi, but it's, you know, light and dark type of thing. So this dude's at definitely from pre Order 66, yes, right? They they both are. They he was a master and the girl was the apprentice. And they both mm. defected. He spoke highly of you. I'm not here to discuss my past. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Oh, wait, what? What Mando is that? Oh, that's Sabine. Oh, it's Sabine. Okay. Yep. Wait, is she? Once a rebel, she not have gloves on. Always a rebel. She has fingerless gloves. Or, or. Yeah, it's. Her her that's sleeves that. come down and loop around the palm of her hand, and her thumb sticks through. Like you know how like some of those shirts have like a hole for your thumb. It's like her sleeves are like that, so it doesn't like her. Even her knuckles are exposed. No fingers. Is that the planet where the magistrate was in charge of? It, I, it kind of looks, looks it, like it. It looks it, it looks like it. And and the the guard that more. she's shooting at is the same guards that we saw there too. Yeah, same yeah. guard, right? That Ahsoka sliced in half. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. More parallels. So helicopters. Helicopter lightsabers. So that's rebels, straight up rebels. But um, this also reminds me of the Ahsoka novel. That literally Mm. is this scene, word for word, in the book, 
where the dude is spinning his saber and she like it, it it implies that she kind of like clashes with him but it's like he she reaches through the middle and messes him up like she she finds a way to get get through it but it it, it reminds Didn't we me very see much that of the novel. in uh tales yeah. of the jedi it was the yeah. same it was a much condensed version but the same thing we saw play out in tales of the jedi too yes 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 Man, but that's what how many times is how many times is Ahsoka just going to grab lightsabers well, from the middle? Hey, I guess she's they a keep... specialist. Hey, <laughs> they. <laughs> she's like, oh, I've done this twice before. Let's. She's an on. inquisitor. Every, every inquisitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every inquisitor that she's ever used it on got killed. So it's not like they were able to pass the knowledge down to the next one. Spinning lightsaber, cool trick. Try spinning. Cool trick. <laughs> And of course, we get the biggest bombshell, I think, from the trailer. Two episode, two episode premiere. They posted that though a couple days ago, right? Wasn't when the trailer it? came like, out. Okay, it must have been. Yeah, They're yeah. Like, You're gonna get two episodes. Boom. Oof! Good trailer. Heavy, heavy. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be really good. John, your eyes got big when you started talking about. The books. So and no, no, no. So I think giant, John's so, eyes are big. This whole trailer. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So a lot of people don't know. A lot of people that are listening to us now, or that are fans of the fans of the Bad Batch costumes we did, they don't know that I was actually a Kanan Jarrus costumer way before that. Way before we did the Bad Batch. Dude, we, repost, repost some of your stuff, dude. I think yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna start posting it's some time, older uh, stuff. Yeah, because it, it, it's not relevant in the sense that he's not going to be around but it is relevant to the parallels that are happening in the new show so i, I am going to post a few old canaan photos and i'm going to try to keep growing my hair out if i can and do canaan again i actually want to do a live action do force version. ghost force ghost canaan yeah. live action want, force ghost canaan i want to do a mando version of canaan like like the way sabine looks or the way ahsoka looks but canaan's costume rather than because i have the animated uh season three and four costume and I'm kind of, uh, I, I would love to do like a more textured fabric costume, you know, but yeah, I, I, you I will like walk around. It. You can walk around at conventions behind going like behind Sabine saying, Use the force, Sabine. Dude, I have my, my Kanan Jarrus uh, samurai it's style like oval hilt yeah. saber and check this out. It even has a uh, <laughs> sounds like chopper, a, a chopper boot up. Yeah. Whatever, it's just a, a blue lightsaber. But um, I'm ready. I, I got it. So we'll see. Might bring it back eventually. Steve? Is this where I'm supposed to say, and that is it for the news? For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. Um. So this is the last episode of season one of dad batch pod and so i wanted to ask you guys like um what show or moment during the pod since we started the pod in the last year um that's memorable for you so um what makes it special it could be something that was said it could be a segment it could be anything even even some of our followers if you want to do a shout out to some of the followers uh just what are some of the memorable um what comes to mind I mean, the so the turnout that we had for both of our live events was great, impressive. I mean, I still 
can't believe like we walked out the door. We were poking around at Celebration London and we walked outside and we looked at the line and it like wrapped, it went through some turnstile things and then wrapped around the side of the room and down the hall. Um, we were not, we were not expecting that. And I think we're still, <laughs> still uh, surprised that, that I, we're still surprised that anybody wants to listen to us goof around all, for two hours a week, you know? Um, shocked. But, I was shocked, I think was yeah. how you felt. I, definitely how yeah. I felt like, no way. I mean, it, no way. I so those live events are always something special. Um, and the folks that turn out for those, uh, just celebration in general, everything that happened there was just a whirlwind. Um, we got to interview D. Bradley Baker. I mean, how oh, cool dang. was that? Forgot about I forgot that. about that. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, one of the coolest. John wins things. the World Cup. Oh my god! And then interviews D. That's my wait. favorite moment. <laughs> that, <laughs> just, before I before I forget. That was my favorite moment, being Jim. wasted at like 6 a.m. and knowing that I'm like, oh, my God, I have to interview D. Bradley Baker after the World like- Cup final <laughs> as my country wins, and I'm completely hammered. And he's like, what? <laughs> I come in just like, what's up? Yeah, that that was one of probably my favorite moments because you guys were like, <gasps> like, what are you doing? Because I remember the look on everyone's face was just like, oh, no, like. He's going to ruin this entire well, thing. We weren't sure what you were going to do. Right. You were so happy to well, And then you show up, I, and I, it wasn't like, okay, game time. Let's focus on the interview. No, no, no. You started explaining to D. No. D, we just won the World Cup. And I, I assumed you guys been waiting for this told my whole him. life. No, 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 no. But I assumed you guys told him, like, oh, sorry, our, the last guy's late because no. he's watching the final of the World Cup. And then I show up. I'm like, we don't want I'm to like oh, it. we won. And he was like, what? I wouldn't want to. Yeah. No, I thought, yeah. Yeah, I thought you guys would D, be like, sorry. D, let me give you some context. Sorry, we're late, you know. Let me know? give you some context. Yeah, well, the guy's late. Why is he late? Oh, he's watching the World Cup final. He, you know, it, it, whatever, big deal. Oh, and they won. It was a great so interview. Might be a little weird. Yeah, great interview. That was my uh, highlight, definitely. And the live shows. As I'm echoing what Rami said. The live shows were um, a, a treat. It, 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 like, like, London was totally unexpected. I did not expect that many people. The line out the door, people standing up amazing and that the the tonga hut was cool too because it gave me that kind of vibe um and that's it same same as Rami, basically i think i mean what, everything you guys said i absolutely agree with i think for me um i i would have to say chrome tono uh from yeah. last year um that's good too what specifically about chrome tono well you know like we had started the show and then and then you know, I mean, we, we have, I know we always joke around saying that we only have like 12 listeners or whatever, but you know, when, when, when I see the metrics of our show and I see the listener, uh, count increase every week, you know, it's whatever, like I can get all into all the numbers and and all that stuff, but it really hit me when we announced the Chrome Tono project alongside Mike's ornament project, and within not even a month, we had raised over fifteen thousand dollars from our listeners, and like, Epic. I mean, and and not not just to say that we hit that number, but the the trajectory and 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 the the excitement that we had when that number was raising when our initial goal was like only what yeah like three thousand bucks or something every every couple of days in the chat. It started be like in the morning. I get the email from 
the NDS, the lady at NDSS and then, and then I'd message you guys and be like, guys, <laughs> yeah. guess what? Right. That's right. <laughs> but I, I, I think we had started off with like, maybe we can raise a couple grand, you know? And then it was it like, was maybe three. we can raise five. It was three. Yeah. 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 And then maybe we can raise 10 and then, and then this, and, and then one night we just jumped like $3,000 overnight. And I don't know. It was, it was, uh, and you know, around that time cool. I was going through, I, like myself, I was going through a lot of emotional things and I, don't know, I was just kind of like, uh, uh, you know, it's, it was the holidays and I was not really uh, uh, vibing with humanity at that point. But then to all of this just happening on its own, it was just, it was an amazing feeling and an amazing thing to watch. And, and I would say that every person that donated to Chrome Tono, whether it was $1 or a thousand dollars or whatever. And you know, it's not one of those things where it's like, Oh, you can't say that you have a favorite kid or whatever, but no, like those, those people that just even gave $1 to that, to that program. That was extra special. Yeah, that was huge. Indeed. I think, um, de- definitely London. Um, it was funny cause we were talking about this before earlier, maybe a couple hours ago. And and I think uh, John, Brian, and myself went to go get a beer right before getting ready to like kind of kick things off. Stephen, you were inside the room with Ramey, I think, and because there was nobody around, we're like you know, we're thirsty, we've already walked around. It's the end of the day. Let's go get a beer. We came back, and this line came out of nowhere to enter this live podcast show. And I'm like, Who are these people lost? Like, what's what's happening? <laughs> like, no, this is for you. <laughs> this is for the podcast. All of a sudden, I'm like, what? Yeah. I was so shocked. Like. But but um, but you could tell something was happening because that was the first day of celebration, and mind you, when I showed up at the airport, at the airport to get my luggage in London Heathrow, somebody's like, "Are you Tech Bad Batch? Are you from the Dad Batch podcast?" <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa, uh, like, excuse actually... me, like, uh, why? Yes, I am." No, it was just so surreal. So that was that was awesome. But honestly, dude, the thing that stands out the most was getting that letter from Ryan, the cop in Maryland. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so it's one thing to to get be shocked when you go to London and you're like, oh, wow, you're in France or you're from Germany and you listen to the show and somehow we entertain you while you build. That's amazing. Thank you. Keep doing that. But now we have a, a listener who's not on social media at all, didn't start with our podcast, but started listening to Armor Party. And then from Armor Party, Mike Forrester, shout out Mike Forrester, who does amazing. And I hope he continues with that. We haven't had any recently. And I hope he's maybe just getting a breather and resetting because we want to bring that show back. It's so good. But through that show, this guy, Ryan, finds our show. And somehow we make a connection. And he writes this amazing letter that's heartfelt. And um, so... While you have metrics, Stephen, there's so many more unknowns that we have no idea who we're impacting. And Kim, my wife, joyful SoCal girl, confirmed it with some of the people that we met in London where a young gentleman, who I will not say his name, said, man, I was like in the middle of you know, a relationship. The woman has a child. I wasn't sure if I should get into this relationship, but hearing you guys as dads is kind of encouraging. And like, where are you serious? Like you're listening to us at that level? Like, like, are you sure you want to listen We're to us influencing at that level? life but, choices? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we need to be careful with what we say No, but it's, it's just cool to, to realize that we're having a positive influence. That's, that's super surreal. Um, 
And we get to do it together, guys. Like, Brian's not here. Shout out to Brian, but. Shout out it's to cool. Brian. <laughs> He's on a boat somewhere in a cove. Mofo. Floating around. Mofoing around. Anybody want to read what Brian's uh, favorite moment was? He, he posted it in our He's, chat. Oh, did he? Did he? Oh, did he? Oh, shoot. He, okay. I don't, well, I don't see since it. you guys no, don't even know. He said, he said his it. favorite moment was episode 00, the pilot, when we first started. And <laughs> he had no idea what we were going to start doing. And all of a sudden, recording starts, and he's got theme music going on and intros. And he's like, what the heck? Like, I think he that was a I think he thought that this was just going to be like like the Facebook Messenger calls where, <laughs> where we're just like, you know, shooting the breeze for an hour. I don't think that he uh, had fully expected the uh, the production. But, you know, now look at us, right? End of season oh, one, yeah. 49 up episodes. episodes. Oh, my goodness, guys. Yeah. 49. 49. 49. 49. Old balls, as they say in the countryside. <laughs> Over yonder. Well, I think that does it for us today, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to the show, feed the algorithm and give five stars on your podcast app. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our Road to 1000 contest is underway, and there is still time to enter. Just subscribe, and you can be entered to win an Alpha Ignition helmet of your choice, casted by the Dad Batch. Uh, stickers and shirts. I mentioned it at the top of the show that we had uh, some tiki bad batch tiki batch stickers still available uh guys i've only got two now that's left because apparently some uh people listening to the live stream uh already messaged us and claimed a few of them so we got two wow. left um wow wow, wow. wow. Uh, you can follow wow. me at stevie.kicks on instagram sometimes twitter i guess on threads maybe i'm not sure uh, gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you. Joe? Tech.badbatch. And Ramey? TheDadBatch.com. And John? You can find me at Mosh Isley on the 21st of this month. That's right. Mosh Isley. Mosh Isley. And you can find Brian at Sithin Ain't Easy. Uh, if you're going to be at, at San Diego Comic Con next week or Mosh Isley, Come hang out with us. Say hi. Show us your progress pics. Show us your builds. We want to see it all. Um, come take a selfie. Come. Um, and thank you again, everybody, for listening to season one of the Dad Batch podcast. We're going to take a few weeks off. We'll be back next month. Be sure to tune in for season two. And remember, until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. I'm here. I'm here.
technically this has been extremely difficult. I just want you to know that. But I'm thankful for everyone that came.